Hey guys, just a heads up for this uh, weird mini-sode that we're putting out. Um, we are going to be talking about the last two books in the Animorphs series. So if you don't want spoilers for this 20-year-old-ish series, don't listen to this episode. Okay? Uh, so yeah, if you do, if you don't care and you do want to listen to this episode, have fun listening to me be very distressed over this uh, the end of this series that I read for the first time in my late 20s. gonna go on a bit of a tangent for some uh media that we both uh kind of went fucking feral over over this weekend um so spoiler warning for uh the end of animorphs <laughs> so spoilers for books uh 53 and 54 in animorphs which are the last two books in the series which reminds and me i cannot talk about the elemis chronicles still so i have to remember to talk check about the elemis chronicles i haven't read the elemis chronicles yet you can't talk about that fucking asshole stop being mean to my blurbo <laughs> he's your poor little meow meow he's my poor little meow meow y'all treat him like he's evil he's this and he's not he's really yeah He's not, but he is ethically dubious. Hmm. And on my end, I watched the season three finale of The Mandalorian last night, and I'm still crying. Yep. But, like, in a good way. Uh, Kate, if you can remember to put in just to kind of, like, skip to... Da-da-da, uh, I'll, I'll try when I'm editing. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to listen to this, just kind of skip forward, like... Uh, five minutes we'll see we, how long you, this takes yeah we we can always just like yell about it and then yell when we're done or something i don't know but yeah <laughs> so we're just so, gonna get it out of our system off right off the top here so we'll start we'll start with animorphs because it's the one that probably <laughs> more people are aware of the ending of it and it's just you know me and and jade and dark who are just like i've never read animorphs before which Dirk has still not read book 54. Um, oh, and man. I'm sitting over here like vibrating out of my fucking skin. Yeah, you're vibrating. How many years have I had to wait to find you <laughs> and talk to you? Like when I made that slip up like a few, like a couple months ago when you were recording about the kids taking the spaceship and just bugging off into space and you got on me. I'm just like, oh crap. 
Well, now you know the context. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, okay, before we get into anything that is sad, I'm going to just book 53, okay? Book 53. We finally, we finally get some good fucking taxon content and they want to do a cultural genocide. I think it's less cultural, more that they just don't want to be starving anymore. Well, yeah, it's... The way that K.A. wrote the taxons is really, really weird because they're... It's... mm, It's a lot. It feels bad. Because... Yes, the taxons are starving. All the time, constantly. But I just feel the choice of morph is what bugged me more. It's like, yes, like snakes don't feel hunger like as acutely as other creatures, but like give them something with hands. You know what else doesn't feel hunger like ravenously all the time? A human. We can be full for quite a while. We can enjoy being full. Like just give them something with hands, something they can talk with. Giving them the choice whether or not they wanted to be Nothlets. Mm-hmm. They weren't given that choice. They were basically just told you are going to become Nothlets. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... But then again, here's the thing, too, is that K.A. has always been very blunt. There's no winners in war. And no, sometimes, there's not. Like, sometimes good people do bad things. Yeah, but the thing, from what I understand, based on what Danielle has told me, is that there were plans for a Taxon Chronicles, and a lot of that mm-hmm. that was put in 53 was because they didn't have the time to write the Taxon Chronicles. Yeah. And so they just put what little ideas they had ready into book 53, and I'm like, cool, so you just basically, like, quick wrote a bunch of shit. If they had time, they probably would have fleshed it out better. Yeah, and that's what I desperately want. And read Darren the Pescatarian's Taxon Chronicles, people. It's so fucking good, even if it's not finished. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Ugh. And then, book 54. I'm so mad. That my, like, I'm so mad that my initial prediction for who dies first was right. (laughs) I'm so mad. I started second guessing myself as the series went on. Like, it can't be that obvious. No, it was. It was the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm... To buy... Taking her urn in the mirror. <laughs> Just the scene where he looks at them like, don't stop me. It's what she would have wanted. This does dizzy noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little little me was so angry. When I read the finale of the series, and I was in fifth or sixth grade, 
when the finale came out, just to date myself. Um, old. Old. I'm 32. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> um, but I was so mad that I was going through, like, anxiety and, like, other stuff back then or, like, having stomach issues. So I would regularly, you know, like, call mom, like, I don't feel good. And mom would take me to the church office she was working at. And I would just, like, chill in one of the empty cubicles for the rest of the day. Um, and I tried to write a little fan fiction. I got two pages in and lost interest, but I tried. Little baby me started. <laughs> I was like, Make I'm it better. It's like, I'm not going to let this stand. I'm not going to let it end like this. But just, in, uh, in good news, though, like, I've seen people complaining about season three of The Mandalorian. Um because, like, season three didn't really focus on Din and Grogu that much. Like, season three was definitely more about the Mandalorians. It was, Good. like, about their whole culture, which Good. I very much enjoyed. Yeah, like, it's called The Mandalorian, not The Din and Grogu Show. Um, and Give me the good, good... I don't watch The Mandalorian because I'm fucking... I, TV shows are hard. To put, like... Me over here, Mandalorian Stan. Gimme, <laughs> like give me the lore. Like it, like people were complaining about, like, oh, this felt so slapdash together. It felt like they were gonna cancel the show and they had to wrap up a bunch of plot lines. I'm like, they wrapped up like two or three plot lines, and they've left plenty open. We're doing fine, guys. Like it, it does Roku feel is like a fucking cash cow. Oh, absolutely. They're already working on a season four. But yeah, also, there is no way Disney is going to let the Mandalorian die. Yeah. They're going to beat it as it like a, until it's a dead horse. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very sweet because now Din is officially dad. Good. Good. He officially he deserves adopting, to be dad. He is officially adopting Grogu, and they have a nice little cabin they get to live in, and I'm crying. <laughs> Listen, it's like, that's the thing. Mandalorians, they find an orphan. It is their child now. Yeah, it is mine now. This is my child. I am going to teach them the way. Uh-huh. Just, eh. And a lot of people are just like, wait a minute. Like, now that, like, Din's been adopted, or, or Grogu's been adopted by Din, Jaren, um, they're like, wait a minute. Is Grogu the Mandalorian? It's like, yes. That's they, the whole, that's like, they, that was never subtle. <laughs> Like, like Din through the whole series, like he keeps having stuff, like they, they keep throwing red herrings at him. Like now he's got the dark saber. Now he's found, like he's found all this important stuff for the Mandalorian, you know, ancestry. And Din's just like, I don't want this. I just want to be a bounty hunter be the and raise my kid. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be the Mandalore. Please take this thing from me. F <laughs> uh, in chat for the fact that Jaster Mareel is dead. Ooh. True, the truest Mandalore. Jaster Maril? Yeah. Hey, who's he play? He's not in the show. <laughs> Is he a character or an actor? He's a character. Okay, sorry, you confused sorry. me. It's like yeah, because no, like, Jaster Maril like... is a character from okay. like fucking. Is it the, I don't the, remember the specifically. Books, comics. Um. Uh, he dies. Okay. Yeah. Rip in peace. He's he's from pre clones. Pre okay. pre clones. Okay. Yeah. But also the fact that like the actor who played um the act like sorry everyone but like please give us a little bit of nerding out time here. Um, <laughs> the actor who played Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> 
he got to come back as a Jedi. The Jedi who saved Grogu from the Temple Massacre. Good. Yeah. And it's just like, that alone makes this whole show worth it. Like, that's so good. Okay. All right. Okay. I want, Are we I good? One, one, just one more thing about Animorphs. Yes. Okay. With the way that everybody has just been about the ending of Animorphs at me, I did not expect the ending that it had. <laughs> I am not going to be specific. <laughs> because <laughs> I think if people are interested, they should read it. Because honestly, it's a very important ending. And I understand why K.A. wrote it the way that they did. Um... But also, I'm sad about it. <laughs> I'm so sad about it. My son! <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing, though. Like, you guys... Like, they, somebody mentioned in the chat that they thought Axe was dead. I think the implication is that he's not dead. It's just that the one has taken him over. Yes, so it's like we yes. just got... It's like, oh, we've got Yerks 2.0. He's been incorporated into the one. That's the yeah. way that it was. It was uh, uh, written. Yeah, um, basically he's been we've absorbed. got. We we went from we went from the Zerg to the Borg. God. <laughs> Wild, considering there is a reference to the Borg in the end of the book. It was like I'm just Marco writing like humans were just glad that the aliens weren't the Borg. Uh huh. And then it's just like, what? Marco but makes me so sad. At first I was like, it feels weird that he's getting everything he wanted. And the thing is, is it's not what he wanted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why it felt weird. Mm -hmm. uh, and that Cassie mm, is the only one who actually managed to recover after the war. Recover is a very strong word to well, use there. <laughs> she's functional as a member of society. Sort of. Okay, yeah. you know what bugs me is that I swear that the hork were in Yosemite, not Yellowstone, because Yellowstone doesn't have big trees like Yosemite. Yeah, because Marco and... does reference like in Big Redwoods or something. He's like, Redwoods aren't in Yellowstone. Okay, what? that's probably just K.A. messing that's up which That's probably just Marco. Then. Or Marco, Yeah. Because people Marco get Yellowstone in nature. Yeah, because people get Yellowstone and Yosemite mixed up all the time. Because like as a kid reading that and they mentioned the big redwoods, I'm like, oh cool, they're like, they're in Kings Canyon, they're in Yosemite, like they're in the Sierra Nevadas because that's where the redwoods are. Unless you're talking the coastal redwoods, but it's always been implied they were in the Sierra Nevadas to begin with, or the Grapevine. But the Grapevine also doesn't have big redwoods down there. So yeah, yeah. the trees like there are like huge old trees in Yellowstone, but they're not the size that the hork would need? No, trust Although me, I they are not. The hork are fairly adaptable. They are. I mean, they would probably enjoy... Okay, here's the thing I'm worried about, because it implies that, like, the, the hork homeworld is, like, um, a pretty temperate forest. You know, with the size the trees get. I don't think they would do good in Yellowstone unless they were allowed to take over the towns during the winter or could hibernate somewhere because there are no trees big enough for them to really make homes. And then, yeah. um, not just that, but the trees aren't tall enough. They're not the right kind of trees. You can't strip the bark off these trees and eat them. 
no matter how careful they were, like it wouldn't work. They'd be better off staying in the Sierra Nevadas in the trees along there and take care of those trees. Okay. And that bugged me. Also, a thing that's also bugging me now is now we have like this whole, like other, like this, this continually reproducing species of, of aliens put onto native land. (laughs) Oh yeah. Let's just, just, Let's just ignore it as Marco was wrong and they're still in Yosemite, which is a uh, still native land. Uh, yeah, that's it's all the problem. native land. It's all but... native land. Doing because like here's the thing, the way that like the Horkbajir are written, there there's a lot of like um like allegory and stuff about them being like uh like they're they're caretakers of the land and yeah, they were genetically engineered, fuck the Arn. Mm-hmm. Um but but there's a lot of like evident like there's a lot of stuff with them that is very like referencing towards like native americans and Mm -hmm. like black people like people of color kind of in general in america Mm -hmm. and so it feels really weird to have them become caretakers of the land when the caretakers are already there when the caretakers of the land are still here it feels weird i understand that like K.A. and Michael Grant were under, like, a lot of stress to get these books finished and written. Okay. But also, also I'm just I like, might, eh! I might end up cutting most of this, too, because we're already 17 minutes in. I think it's this was fine. a little too long for an intro. It's fine. Okay. You guys will get to enjoy this in the bloopers. Okay. All right. We good? We good? We good? Maybe. No. Okay. Never. Why? Okay. No, I'm not good. Fuck okay, this well, shit. Get, get over it, because I'm going to do a few claps and let's get back into what we need to do so I can keep track of this easier when I'm editing. Yep. Okay. Let's go. on social media, you can follow us on Tumblr and Reddit at Abbey Archives. And if you would like to help support this podcast, you can find us on Coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash HS Enclave. This podcast is part of Hearthside Enclave. And some other shows you might like are Hope's Hearth, a solar hope punk actual play podcast, and Post-Apocalyptic News Radio, a Fallout-inspired audio drama.